0: Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Simon Sweetman, and I reckon this is uh, episode 164. Uh, It's a conversation I had with Heather O'Carroll. She's an actor. Uh, She works in arts administration, arts management as well. She works behind the scenes. She has been the... uh, the the program director of Bats Theatre, the running things there for a long time. Um, She's had a working relationship with the New Zealand Festival, working in marketing roles and managing the budgets and so forth there, doing all sorts of things from you know, I found out that this started off as uh, a, a thing she did, ushering for shows, just getting a foot in the door, um, but she's a trained actor and she's worked for some 20 years in acting. Uh, and I didn't know Heather really at all, I knew of her and I knew her some of her work. Uh, and it turns out we, we know a lot of the same people, we sort of arrived in Wellington around the same time and were at university at the same time and, and uh, I don't think we really ever crossed paths. but. Um, yeah, it was really fun to to have this chat because we got into talking about films and plays and all of those sorts of things that and 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 some people that we knew, um, mutual friends and so forth. But uh, the reason I had this conversation, I would actually wanted to talk to her before um, because because I was interested in in her. As an actor that had moved into the behind-the-scenes role, but but um the director of a play um called Mood Porn that is just about to start, which Heather is in. He contacted me and suggested I talk to her, and I jumped at the chance. It's, I don't know why I hadn't asked her earlier. So we put this together pretty quickly. I just chatted to her a few just a few da- short days ago, and I uh, wanted to get this in on time so that we could uh, plug the new play, which is on at Bats, and um, I'll have the the we mentioned the dates in the in the um conversation but i've got a note for them there for you for to check out the play sounds fantastic it's right up my alley we talked quite a bit about neil labute and and that's definitely my thing and there's uh, i believe there's shades of that in this in this play mood porn so i'm looking forward to seeing that and um yeah i hope you enjoy this conversation we talked a lot about acting we talked a lot about writing and uh and the theater and all of those related things and yeah, it was a really enjoyable Saturday morning conversation that we we threw together very quickly and I was grateful that Heather was able to to afford me some time right in the middle of last rehearsals for the play. Um so I hope you enjoy this. This is me talking with Wellington-based actor Heather O'Carroll. What do you call yourself? What do you what I always say to people <laughs> when people when people say they don't know, what I've started saying to them is what do you write down when you go through customs? You know, what do you write on the immigration card?
1: Well, I would have, a long time ago would have been writing actor, yeah. but now I think I write arts manager, yeah. that is what I write? I yeah. mean, yeah, because I've had a uh, long and sort of varied mm. Mm. Uh, career now, since so leaving drama school, so I left drama school in 2000, uh, and yeah, I was an actor for a long time and that was kind of my only thing that I was doing
0: because we don't really know each other but I I, I sort of know you like I I feel like we were at university around the same time and probably have some mutual Probably. probably actually have some mutual friends if we yeah. Drill down into it. I, I recognise. Were you from New Plymouth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. I thought oh, you're part you, of that. You're not
2: from New Plymouth. No, no, no. no but you're,
0: uh. I reckon you're part of that new, wider New Plymouth crew. I knew people like Sarah and Glenn and Jay um, Chapman. Oh, Chapman. And, yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to name too many <laughs> <sad names laughs> yeah, in case they don't say. want to be named. But
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: yeah, yeah. So I was from. I'm from Hawke's Bay, and so uh. yeah, I reckon we. Um, probably lurked around some And did you do
1: like National Youth Drama School
0: and things like that? I I didn't. I actually was the, I was actually my, one of my first journalism gigs was um, I was the, what's it called, basically the media person for the National Youth Drama School in my final year of high school.
1: How amazing.
0: I'd been doing like student journalism and Mm. you know like the school paper and I'd been doing a bit of stuff and they asked me if uh, it was like a, do you want to do all the Publi- publicity officer—that was the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with Kim
1: uh, Keys. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah,
0: yeah. He was because he was a teacher at my school.
1: I still see him every so often wow. when he comes for like yeah. Sheila worm or yeah, something yeah. like that. And it's so great. To so see him. I met
0: um, Ben Fulton, who's a good friend of mine, who's a musician. I met him there, and oh. I because they basically it was a, you know a volunteer thing, and they're like, what do what do you want to do and I was like I don't want to act I don't know I don't know how to act because they're like oh you can do one of the courses for free yeah right that was my payment you know? and I was, <laughs> like,
1: like, nah. I was
0: like I get to do all this and now I get punished because you know I couldn't think of anything worse and then I looked down the list and it was like music and drama mm. and it was like go and hang out and learn about you know how film soundtracks get made and what you Yeah. know I was like brilliant oh so totally, right. there's so yeah much so I was like I'm totally into that and so I ended up meeting a bunch of people and connecting with a bunch of people I knew. Like mm. Freeman White, who's now a famous artist, he was a friend of mine at school. He was in that class. We just hung out and um, jammed like Led Zeppelin and Lenny Kravitz <laughs> and Faith no more. And then watched movies and talked about. It, it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. So, but I was impressed with the school because oh, I did get so to good. see. Oh, so I went
1: two years in a row. Yeah, and I think the first year um, I went, Bruno Lawrence was. Like taking the film course. Oh, yeah.
0: I was just going to say, that's where I got my, my Bruno Lawrence anecdote, which was I was loading my drums into the yeah. car because I had to take my drums down there for the music, for the course. Mm. And one night I had a band rehearsal, so I had to go down in my car to the school, lift my drums, you know, move them and put them back the next yeah. day. And as I was loading them, this dude walked up, and I just heard this, you know... <laughs> Unmistakable gravelly amazing. voice go go flash drums cunt and I looked around and it's Bruno in rugby shorts and oh a t-shirt and Jandals with a beer wow <laughs> and he's yeah. like and he's like oh you need a symbol case oh come <laughs> come up to the house and I'll give you one and you know we'd never spoken that's amazing and I right? can't believe I didn't do it I can't believe I didn't just go yeah, yeah. what's your address I yeah. sort of knew, everyone in Hawkes Bay knew where he lived I can't believe I didn't just go oh, I went to school with some of his kids and stuff yeah. I can't believe I didn't just do that do that and, that, and, and
1: then, whenever I like, tell Day all day. I don't really tell that story
0: anymore because yeah. whenever I do, people go, "So did you go?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, it's I a didn't. really, it's oh, you know, a I
1: really just, disappointing story. Yeah, I couldn't. I oh couldn't. No. <laughs> okay,
0: so we, yeah, so um, we we yeah. were floating around at similar times, yeah. but you, so you you grew up in New Plath. Yeah. And when do you get bit by the acting bug?
1: Um. Oh, I can kind of pinpoint it to being. At school and um, so the Shakespeare Globe Centre in New Zealand mm. had made curtains for the new globe so that was all led by Dawn Sanders mm. and um, they came to the Gavette Brewster Art Gallery with some Teufa students from Wellington and hung the curtains up and the Teufa students did some scenes from Shakespeare to kind of show how they would be used in the globe um, and I just remember being there with my mum and Dawn Sanders saying, and there are some students from Toi the New Zealand drama school and I was like, what is that? Mm. There's a school? Like <laughs> for acting? Because I've been doing speech and drama and sort of school plays and stuff like that but I kind of just freaked out that there was a school that, we, that mm. you could go to so um, that was my plan I was going to go to university and then go to drama school because at that point you couldn't go to Toi straight out of school Yeah, it's
0: a bit like me with journalism you had to, right back then you had to go and Do a degree, then yeah, then yeah. you went and did your journalism diploma, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so I went to university and I did um, a BA in theatre and film, yeah. <laughs> then I went to Tour Facade for three years, so I had six years of studying acting, mm. yeah, mm. yeah.
0: And that obviously goes well and doesn't put you off what acting that obviously all goes oh. well. Like, oh, you, yeah, don't, yeah. You, don't, you don't go, <laughs> no. actually, I got this wrong, like,
1: <laughs> no. no, I mean, once you put six years into it, you got yeah. to go, that would be silly to go, no, yeah. no, I don't want yeah. to do this. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I gave it a I gave it a go for when I got out of drama school. Mm. It was really weird too, because I also was a massive Shakespeare nerd mm. growing up. Mm. Like I was subscribed to the Royal Shakespeare Company. Mm. <laughs> so I used to get programs and merchandise <laughs> and stuff like that. Like really, really nerdy, high yeah. level stuff. Um so I always thought that I was gonna be going to the UK and yeah joining the Royal Shakespeare Company and that yeah. was going to be my life sort of thing. And um I got out of drama school and um, one of the first things I did was work with um, Tim Spite and Richard Edge and Seed mm. uh, and that just kind of blew my mind because what an amazing opportunity to yeah. work with one of the, at that yeah. time one of yeah. the leading you know New Zealand theatre companies mm. um, and that and I'd seen so that was part of a trilogy of works that they did um, Seed, Insult and sand so seed i'd seen when i was at drama school mm. um and it just kind of blew my mind and then insult was the one that i was in straight out of drama school and it was because lauren horsley had pulled out like a few weeks before mm. and um they were like oh shit we need somebody to step in so i stepped in and you know i was immediately working with nancy brunning like yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of. <laughs> mind-blowing to be yeah. on stage with her every night and just go yeah. oh my god how did I get here this is yeah. crazy and yeah. it was such a beautiful piece of work I loved it so much um and then like a couple of years later I think I got into another thing that Lauren had pulled out of and I was like oh my gosh I'm the poor, yeah. poor man's <laughs> Lauren <laughs> you double. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah, it's not a
0: bad thing to be though, oh, right? No, like oh my gosh,
1: she's <laughs> yeah. amazing! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm very glad mm. that she got other offers to do other things. Now,
0: were you this is backtracking a bit, but yeah. were you can you must be on some level contemporaries with New Plymouth's great act, acting export, Mel Linsky?
1: Mel Linsky, yeah, yeah, one of, did, my, were you, one were of you, my best friends. Were you guys
0: at the same school? Or, yeah, 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 we were. yeah.
1: So we were like besties from third form. Mm um and yeah so that was really no, i was crazy. just thinking she
0: was in the, at, at university at the same time as me like yes she knew quite until few, she had to until, go to exactly until she had to go and be yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i yeah. mean we
1: would have we would go she, i mean she was auditioning for mm. huge movies while she was at university mm, mm. um and we would go to her room and warehouse because mm. that's where we lived and she would have Hollywood scripts just kind of like... Amazing. ...littered around her yeah, dorm yeah. room. Yeah, uh, Which was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then it basically just got to the point where it was like... I have to just go, go and... and live there. ...be an actor and... Yeah. ...do this and, you know, she's had an amazing, mm. amazing career.
0: Well, she's had an amazing career, as I understand it, of a lot of really... I'm sure it is for everyone, but a lot of really, really hard work. You know, oh, Like, oh, she's yeah. been in loads of things, been so, really good in, yeah. in pretty much all of them, but it's... Quite unglamorous, like she's a working
2: actor. Oh yeah.
1: Than... Well, you know the most the most amazing thing about her is, I think you know she can kind of fly under the radar. You know she's never mm. um, had to deal with like paparazzi or any mm. of that kind of stuff in any major way. I mean, mm. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, she can do really really great work, mm. and she's not put in a box because everything she's doing is is so different mm. and really, it's unique in everything I see. I just go, oh, there's something there that's so mal," but then there's something Else, then it's just m- like extraordinary. This
0: movie, it's half a decade old now, so called Win Win. Where, uh, oh, I haven't it's, even seen it's
1: that amazing. oh, is it about the wrestling? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Paul yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, so exactly. yeah. And so it's
0: exactly, so like you watch it for him, but yeah. then Mel pops up yeah. in it, and she's one of the great, unlikable characters great. in there, you know. She's so horrible. Oh, great, but she's amazing, you know. Oh. She's supposed to be horrible, it's yeah. amazing, and um, yeah, it's re- actually everyone in that film's that's one of those real fly under the radar films. It's really good. it's yeah it's about a pretty weird subject in the mainstream like not professional wrestling proper wrestling and um it's got a shit title you know like so (laughs) maybe it just i watched it on a plane but i've watched it about five times it's so good it's full of amazing performances right the one
1: one for me is away we go there's a scene in away we go where she's at the strip club and she just kind of does this the saddest pole
2: dance mm. in the world mm. and
0: just breaks my heart <laughs> and then she, yeah and then she was in all those things like early on after heavenly creatures those like the ever after ever the, after yeah yeah I and coyote yeah. ugly yes <laughs> coyote ugly <laughs> these are big films yeah. i mean those are huge know, huge films amazing yeah okay. so yeah so you knew her from school through yep. uni and then and she and
1: people like rodney fisher from good yep. year, yeah. and you know mm. those guys mm. we used to sort of hang out and mm. yeah and, yeah it was
0: fun. <laughs> and so you, then you, shortly after that, I guess you start your association with Bats in a way, and you perform there.
1: Yeah. So I first performed at Bats when I first got to uh, Wellington after high school, mm. um, in the Young and Hungry. Right. So that was yeah, my yep. first time yeah. performing yeah. on the Bats stage.
0: Yeah. You had quite um, a quite a legacy with Bats and yeah. one way or an, oh, and another. Oh gosh!
1: Huge. It's yeah. been such a massive part of my yeah. life and. So it's so exciting to be going back to BATS in its 30th anniversary year mm, mm. to do Mood Porn. Um, yeah. It's and this isn't um,
0: your first time going back. I mean, we'll get into it a bit more, but this isn't your first time yeah. going back to acting. You've sort of been doing acting kind of all the time, but you have had a bit of a break. Yeah. You, and
1: I think my last proper time on stage was 2012 mm. so i did three shows that year i did um uh, tigers of wrath i did west end girls and i did check off and hell and that was mm. a big year at circa mm. so um yeah i did those three and then i got more involved in arts management the, yeah, and the arts started getting admin, arts management yeah, side of yeah so I started getting um more and more work in that area, and I went away to Edinburgh. Worked in Edinburgh um, in the marketing team for Assembly Festival, mm. um, and then just uh, you know working for the festival a lot. Working, so I went to Bats and was the program manager there for two and a half years. Mm. Now I'm mm. back at the festival. Um, yeah, so I guess so. I did, I did um, PSA. Uh, in 2016, so PSA the you know the mm. sketch political sketch show mm. adverts, mm. but and I was playing Jacinda Ardern mm. because Anya Tate Manning is the greatest Jacinda Ardern yeah,
2: yeah.
1: of all time. Yeah. Um. But she was doing Hudson and Halls, and as the program manager at that time, I was like emailing her going, but but who's going to play Jacinda? Like who's going <laughs> to do it? Because who's going to take over the mantle? Like yeah. this is a big thing. Yeah. Um. And. She was like, oh, God, I didn't even know. And then she emailed me a couple of weeks later and was like, um, we've decided we want you. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. You know, because also I was running bats. And so mm. it's quite a full on job. Um, but we would programmed it for like a week before the election. And yeah. I was just, as everybody else was, like yeah. full Jacinda mania. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I can't turn down the opportunity to play the greatest woman yeah. in the yeah. country yeah. right now. <laughs> So I did, but as any PSA actor knows, it's like four rehearsals and then you're on. So I was way rusty. Yeah, (laughs) like I was terrified. Yeah, and all the other actors were either you know regularly working actors or just used to the PSA vibe and could just roll with it. Mm. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, and all the references because Nikki writes very pop cultural Mm. like Mm. um, references, and they were all Stranger Things and. Game of Thrones, neither of which I watch,
2: mm, so mm. i was
1: well, lost. I mean, I mean, every
0: actor, theatre actor, until like until they get to a point where they can absolutely specialize. dabbles in a bit of stuff, right? <clears> like you, and you, you have a go at you do things like you might do improv classes and you might go and do singing and rah around. Rah, rah, you get all these different. T- but what do you sort of gravitate to? Are you do you like? more comedic or dramatic roles hmm. do you think you have
1: a I don't think I have like
0: a because um, prefer- I've, I've seen you in a few things but I feel like I've only ever really seen you in very serious oh, grim okay. and I'm trying to remember the name it was before that trio of things you talked about at Circa I saw you at Circa in and it must be the last time I saw you at Circa in a Joe Randerson play oh, that was heavy as fuck. The lead weight. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. that play. So I know Richard uh, Chapman really well. Yeah oh, yeah, oh good. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, Richard. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I can't remember, the. there were two other guys <laughs> yeah. in it, right? It Jason four, White. Four, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yeah, Scott yeah. yeah. Didn't, so
1: Jason and Scott were in the original production. Right, yeah. So I saw Jason that, was
0: in everything for a while. Well, Jason. Because he's uh, amazing. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. in
1: everything. And yeah. a great friend of mine. And we've worked together so many times. Right. And so that was just
0: the four of View. Yeah. And that, I've worked right. together
1: with Jason White and Gavin Rutherford probably yep. the most of my life. Right. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, four of us. And they were in the original and I saw the original at that. Right. And it blew my mind yeah. because they had just like felt like they just kind of gutted the inside of BATS yeah, um, yeah. when I saw it. And that was just before I went to drama school. Right. So I remember seeing that as the last thing that I saw before I went into three years of toy and just going, oh my god that's the kind of thing that I would love to do and you know, like I said, I'd been this big Shakespeare nerd but that had turned me mm. on completely to contemporary New Zealand theatre. Um, because it was so visceral, like basically it's sort of done in real time mm. and everything, like there's a bath that works and yeah. they and at Circa we installed a, a hot water cylinder right, so yeah. we could have hot running water yeah, yeah. and Jason White um guts fillets that's and right cooks a fish mm. on stage. Mm. So circa smelled like fish for weeks that's after right. the season, which was funny.
0: Everyone yeah. everyone Everyone eats removes, the fish. Everyone, everyone removes all yeah. their clothes at yep. various points. To have a bath. We, that's right. It's all for
1: Yeah. It's not
0: very good sure y- does Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 all very <laughs> natural. Yeah, they're in, they're in this kind of rustic cabin flat yeah. cabin thing, and they're just going about their mm. routine.
1: Yeah, and but they're all is, really messed up, and yeah. like my character was having an incestuous, incestuous relationship with her brother, and mm. so. Oh, that was damn
0: um, amazing! <laughs> we went to the maybe it was the preview night of that season oh, rather yeah. than the, but I know. Um, Joe Anderson was in the audience, yes, and it, heavily you know, pregnant.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Birthday. And because I, I remember my wife, <laughs> my wife said to me afterwards, "Holy fuck! Of all the places, to, you know, I know she wrote it, but of, <laughs> yeah. but of all the places to be heavily pregnant, <laughs> I would not be there." Oh. Was the first thing she said when we left it. But that was oh one my of
1: Joe's writing is just I yeah. am such a huge fan. I've oh, done another amazing. one of hers called Fold as well. I mean, yeah, oh, but that's
0: one of those plays. I, I mean, I was, I, I've been kind of wanting to talk to you about that play since I saw it because oh, wow. you know, I talked at length with Richard about mm. it because um, it was amazing to me it was just like, you know, yes you hope for that experience from from theatre every time you go but that was one of those genuinely like, this. I mean the t- title escaped me but I, just you recalling those details, mm. I mean that was many years ago mm. and I remember everything about mm. watching that, it was just such a and a the punch floorboards, in the guts.
1: remember at the yeah. end, and the and oh. it all just explodes and yeah. it's like the floorboards come up yeah. and he's digging and then he pulls out a baby skull and then he oh, crushes it, was, it and it's just it was, yeah. so yeah. full
0: on. It's kind <laughs> of like, in a way, it's kind of like the hit that I got from that movie Mother, you know, oh, right. which a lot of people didn't didn't like and or thought, but it almost did like a theatrical version of that way before that movie happened. Yeah. It was just incredible.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, my friend of mine because um, it was when all the Hobbit people were in town, mm-hmm. my friend brought um, the actor Adam Brown, yeah. who was an yeah. um to opening night. Yeah. And um, I don't know what he kind of expected. <laughs> he was going to come and see. Yeah. But at the end, he was just a broken person. It yeah. was just like, I need to go to the bar, like, now because yeah. is this really what New Zealand contemporary theatre is about? I'm here for it, but yeah. I'm also destroyed. Yeah, it had
0: a real... Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> it was Kiwi, obviously, but it got closer to me to a lot of the Australian cinema and, mm. and theatre gets that really visceral, yes.
2: um, visceral
0: frank sort of ugliness
1: yeah of yeah.
0: of rural characters. Yeah. You know, just I mean, really
1: Yeah. It was yeah. amazing and and Andrew Foster's design, no, you know, yeah, like yeah. he's he's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, so that was
0: a, a, a highlight, obviously. Cool. I mean Yeah, yeah, it was a, certainly a highlight for me seeing it. So, all right, so let's go back a bit through this timeline, and then we'll get to mood porn more yeah. um, more exclusively. So, you're a steady working actor, mm-hmm. and you're doing stuff at Bats, and then you're doing stuff. Well, wherever you can do it in Wellington, really. You I know, guess. And around
1: the country, like yeah, I, yeah. I did a couple of tours with. Um, I did Le suit, so that mm-hmm. was very comedy, comedy, mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, a Dave Armstrong play, and that went round to lots of um, festivals mm-hmm. regionally and theatres. And then, yeah, I did another, I did a site-specific work with Paul McLaughlin called Hotel which was set in a hotel room, oh, so actually yeah. played in a hotel room. The get we was Gavin
0: in there. Yes, yeah. I yeah. think I talked to him about that. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that was amazing. Yeah. I really, yeah.
1: really loved that show. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Going around to yeah. all the festivals around New Zealand and
0: yeah,
1: tour life.
0: You know? So when do you when do you sort of take what probably feels like a a, a back step into into program directing and arts management how does that sort of come about
1: well it was the need very... for the need for a
0: job I guess outside mm. of acting kind of
1: well actually it all came about <laughs> quite haphazardly I had always been doing sort of um part-time work mm. in um various arts related mm. organizations so mm. I was like an usher at the St James and I worked for Ticketech for a little bit like doing cricket games and stuff like that so I never yeah. got to actually do like arts events but yeah. um, and I was working for Capital E and um, a very good friend of mine Eleanor Bishop had mm-hmm. just joined the New Zealand Festival team and she said oh they're looking for a finance assistant yeah. at the festival and, you're and like, you should perfect. come and I was I'm like, an actor <laughs> I've got my finances all under <laughs> I was under like I have control. no idea about <laughs> finance but Hey, I'd be cool, be cool to work for the New Zealand Festival, you know, because I'd been mm. working as an usher for mm. years So I'd seen so many festival shows. So I, I got an interview for the job and I got the job I think it was because part of the job was being able to um, Ferry around per diems and cash yeah. floats and stuff to venues around the town and because I'd worked in half of them. Yeah,
0: you knew They were
1: like, where is this? And yeah. I'm like, that's there. and they, So I think I yeah. got it just in my geographical <laughs> knowledge of arts venues Yeah um, but yeah, so I did that for um, the summer and just loved it. Mm. And you know, again, got to see festival shows. And uh, and then the next year, next year for the festival, because you know it's every two years, they sort of invited me back. Um, and they just kept inviting me back. So I kind of ended up doing more work. My contracts got longer with the festival, so I ended up doing more festival work than I was doing acting. Um, and that sort of kind of went by the wayside. I mean, like, for a while there I was doing festival work and then in between Mm. I would go away and do acting or, Mm -mm. like I said, go away to the Edinburgh Festival to um, play over there for a while and um, yeah, but then I just got more and more into festivals.
0: It's like, if you're going to have a day job, you might as well have something that's related to what you do in that sense. Absolutely. And also, like, you know, whilst it's not an absolute requirement, I guess working in the shall we say, the backstage scene of the arts, is quite handy to have a few people that actually have practical lived experience of yeah. what it's like to be a, well, frankly to be a temperamental artist, perhaps, right? <laughs> like it helps you Yeah, in, well, I mean... Have you, I, have you found that, though? That it's like, you know what...
1: Oh, well, I mean, the, mostly... You know what the people are,
0: are going through. Yeah, mostly yeah.
1: what I was doing in the festival uh, and, and still I'm still in this mm. team is sort of um, marketing and development. Mm. So you know you have to have a really strong knowledge of what the work is um, and what It might be its selling points to arts lovers as well as people who might not. Yeah, knowing audiences. So it's knowing audiences, knowing how to target audiences, and target you know not you know in a way Mm -hmm. just being able to go this would be great for you, you and being able to be and being able to be passionate because you can't sell anything unless you believe it. Believe in the product, you know. So I had no problem being an an advocate for the festival work because I was a massive fan myself. So Mm -hmm. um, you know people always say of me (laughs) you're always working and I am Like Mm. I I couldn't even be outside BATS when I was the program manager there and and be having a quiet drink without, if somebody stopped outside that Mm. board that had the guano I was immediately up and I was like hey what would you like to see, where are you from (laughs) how long are you here for, Mm. go and see this you know and be sort of selling tickets and making people come into the theatre so, Mm. but I love that because Mm. you know that's what it's about.
0: So how do you become, yeah, how do you go from the festival to basically running BATS?
1: Um, well, um, it was a lot to do with the fact that my history with BATS was was long. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just got to the point where my contract was finishing up for the festival and the job came up and, um, you know, like working in the marketing and development teams for the festival um, There'd always been a part of me that was always like sliding on over mm, to the programming mm. team to give my two cents worth of, mm. you know, um, how about this? What if do this? You know, um, and so they basically were like, you should go for this job. Like this yep. seems like the perfect job, and I, you know, I really want to move into programming um more so I applied and I I got the job which I was really pleased about Mm, so mm. and what 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 are the hours oh (laughs) Oh my gosh and I miss the hours I mean you know I was working full time and then I was um i was seeing basically everything because I felt like it was well I mean I was gonna say it felt like a responsibility but I am also a complete the theatre at it, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like I was going to be like, oh actually I might not go to the theatre tonight, I mean, mm. if I have an opportunity to go to the theatre in any way I'm going to mm. go,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so but you know, I did feel an obligation to see all of the work yeah, that, of that I'd programmed and that people had put all this hard work into and, 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 and it was so, the- so amazing to see the results of something that you've been talking to people for mm. about for months and seeing it actually like happen and be great
0: so, and the competitors works as well like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah oh.
1: Yeah, like I was going to all the other theaters yeah, yeah. as well on yeah. top of yeah.
0: So like and <laughs> so that's a dream job for you. Totally. But it's still a job. It's still work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you
0: get shattered from it.
1: Oh it's gosh. Hard work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it yeah it takes yeah. it out of you. I mean, yeah. like the last Fringe festival, um, I think we had twenty nine shows or something. Um, but I also wanted to s- the New Zealand festival was on, mm. so I wanted to see that work as well and I think in the three weeks of both festivals being on I think I saw 40 shows or something yeah. like, I was like how is that possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I clone myself yeah but yeah I just I did it
0: yeah yeah no I mean <laughs> I, at festival time I'm always like and a, the, it's taken a backseat the last few festivals but you know I'd go to 20 or 30 shows and, yeah. be, and be writing about them yeah. and have a job on top of that yeah and you'd get to the end of it and all people you're just a zombie and people are like Oh, you so lucky like you're so lucky you've got to see all this stuff yeah. and you've got to remind yourself that yes you are oh, gosh, because absolutely, absolutely yeah. but you do get to the end of it where you're like well you know it's it's tiring mm. it's work it's mm. and when you'd rather be at home with you know I guess.
1: Married at First Sight, lo- obviously.
0: Well, I was going well, to say local performing arts, big nemesis, something like Netflix. When you'd rather be at home with that...
1: <laughs> Married at First Sight. You know, <laughs> well, I'm devastated that because of rehearsals, yeah. I've not been able to see any of the last week. <laughs> and I know, I mean, I feel like a terrible person for saying, because it's so, so toxic this yeah, season. Yeah. And so awful, but mm. I just kind of am a little bit addicted
0: oh, to it. It depends how you approach this stuff, right? <laughs> right. You've got to have a... a an out, you know. Yeah, an uh, outlet. Yeah, you've got to have a bit of trash TV oh, yeah. or trash TV or musical, whatever it is, and you know, guilty yeah. pleasure type mm-hmm. stuff. You've got to have that, mm. and and if you know what you're getting yourself in for, mm. then that's fine. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> did you manage bets through the? Revamp or the other side of it? No, I
1: was really lucky. I, I was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, all kudos to those amazing people mm. that went through that extraordinary. Because I used
0: to go to Bats time. heaps, and probably in the you know and that's where I would have seen you in a couple of other things that escape me now. Because ninety six to whatever, like two thousand and three or four, I went mm-hmm. to Bats a lot. Mm. And yep. then I was there. <laughs> sometime after that, it yep. shuts down. Yeah. They relocate it. Yeah. For a period, and they.
1: And did you go to
0: Bats Out of Sight as well? It was. Where was it? It was. Just, uh, ra- yeah. The road. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I went once. Right. I only went oh, once. It was yeah, such yeah, a cool space. yeah, 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 yeah. I they did such a great job. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did go to. I can't remember, but I did go to something once there, a comedy thing that they mm-hmm. had on. Um, and so what happens? The building gets. Is it? I can't. I can't remember what so happened the buffs, to the building. I know the buffs I got sold. the, uh, yeah.
1: the building. Yeah. So um, they were our, our strange bedfellow neighbors. Right. That, that lived upstairs and owned the whole building. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, as far as I know, it was it was. Bats didn't have the resource to.
0: Right. So it wasn't like an earthquake thing or anything.
1: It was just oh well, a, I mean there was there, there was, was, was there was that too right. that it was that yeah. it was an earthquake-prone mm. building, and so um, it needed somebody with the money to be able to not only buy it it, but
0: do the refurb
1: yeah to do the refurb so uh they found a good person at the last hour yeah (laughs) i mean peter jackson what a hero and fran walsh um bought the building and and saved the legacy of bats really Mm. um but in you know in true sort of um, patron form, you know, they didn't want to have anything to do with the running of the place Mm-mm-mm. they just wanted to, you know they were Allow our to happen, and yeah, they yeah, just wanted yeah. it to happen Yeah. so uh, so incredible mm-hmm. uh, and so I came in two years after they right. had gone back into the building it moves so from a
0: single lucky. theatre to, what's it got three. now, three spaces three. Yeah, I've only, only just went to the to a comedy show a couple of weeks ago in the smallest oh, space Oh, the upstairs, studio, which is, yeah and really you hadn't cool. been in there before I hadn't, it's no cool. it's uh, really cool Yeah, I yeah, really like yeah. that space Yeah So yeah. now you've got the, yeah three different sized Mm-hmm. So the original, uh, and I haven't actually, be- I don't think I've been back in the main theatre since oh. it's reopened. So that's still, and it's it's still kind of pretty s- much yeah. exactly the
1: same Like They wanted Just to keep that the function of yeah. that space because yeah. it was so important yeah, oh, to the so many, it history. So many
0: cool things there. Oh, gosh. music performances, comedy, so many great awesome. things. I mean, I, I you, know, you know I went through university yeah. with.
1: Um, tucker in Jamaica. yeah yeah because yes. so, like, it's
0: kind of the birthplace so yeah,
1: concords and human beasts yeah. well, oh so yeah. great um yeah, yeah and the you know. duncan saki stuff oh gosh yeah robert
0: saki's and yes yeah
1: absolutely yes yeah, so that's yeah. a
0: real legacy bet it, so now it it it's really in its 30th year yes and you've been involved with it for uh, well over twenty. G- yeah i was going to say a yeah. couple of decades yeah and So now this is your return to the backstage since Mm. when did you say you were last...
1: Well, oh, so 2016 is when I did PSA. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's been a couple of years. Mm, mm,
0: mm. mm. And how did you go about deciding to try for this show or being shoulder tapped for this show, mood form?
1: Yeah, well, I got asked, which was really Mm. nice. So James Kane, who's the director, and I, um, we worked on a reading together last year. So Bats um, was really lucky to um, have a playwright in residence last year. And that was James? No, sorry. A playwright in residence from from Scotland. So it was part of an exchange between Creative Scotland and Creative New Zealand. So we had this um, beautiful playwright called Mourna Young come and spend some time in New Zealand writing uh, a new play. Mm. Uh, And James and I ended up in the reading of that play together. Mm. Um, And I hadn't worked with James before and uh, yeah, and so then a few months down the line, he sort of sent me an email and said, oh, I've got this play, and um, I'd really like you to be in it. And I was, my first thought was like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, mm, I'll read it, <laughs> you know, but probably mm. not. Mm. And um, I read it, and I was, like, immediately taken with it. Um, so, yeah, I had to kind of decide whether taking on... Rehearsals outside of my full-time job at the festival it was going to mm. be a good idea, uh, and in the end, I was just like, you know, when pe- somebody asks you, yeah, yeah, um, and I just felt like it was the right time to kind of jump back into something like that. So,
2: mm. Mm.
1: yeah, it's been really full-on in terms of just time, and and this first half of the year has been really busy for the mm. festival, but it's been yeah, it's been really cool
0: because the festival doesn't just do the Two year festival. No. The festival runs a whole no. bunch of things well, now. Well,
1: jazz festival yeah. is coming up, yeah. and Second Unit, which is our brand new immersive yeah. live experience, yeah. um, based on what we do in the shadows. Yeah, which yeah. I really just talked to Marnie about all that, all that stuff. Yeah, it's going to be amazing.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, the, uh, the the festival team and organisation keeps basically adding mm-hmm. things to its yes. umbrella. Yeah,
1: yeah. Taffy, yes. the new umbrella, Taffery. which yes. is really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, because James, so James is directing this, but he's a playwright. He mm-hmm. had he has been the playwright in residence there, I think, or he's had.
1: Um, no, so the, oh well, we don't. Bets didn't usually oh, have okay. a playwright in residence. Right. That playwright in residence opportunity came about from Creative Scotland okay. and, and Creative New Zealand, and so mm. they had done an exchange. Arthur Meek had gone to yeah, Scotland, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this was the reverse right. yeah. of that. So, um, but. James uh, and Cassandra Tease yep. have created Red Scare mm-hmm. uh, Theatre Company, which has been playing at BATS for a few years now. Really successful seasons. Um, in my time there, Milady sold out. That was their musical. And Movers... Uh, yeah, that's last right. Year, yeah, yeah. Sold out, and yeah, they're doing really great work. That
0: movers was, was unlucky. It was going to be a circus this yeah. year, and it had to get cancelled because mm. because of uh, an injury, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. To serious one of yeah. injury,
1: which is sad. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so mood porn is what a, a sort of a two hander, mm. and um, so who are you? working in that with?
1: Uh, I'm working with an amazing actor called Ali Fawaii. Mm. So, uh, have you
0: worked together before? Never, no.
1: but yeah. Ali was one of the first people I programmed when I was a program manager at BATS. Okay. Um, so I got there and Cherie Jacobson, who was my predecessor, mm. had you know d- given me a, a great buffer. Uh, she'd programmed through till you know September sort of thing so I could kind of get my head around the job when I came in. And um, as you know fate would have it a week after I arrived somebody pulled out and
2: I was like
1: oh god I don't know how to do this job now I have to program something Um, so I went to a friend of mine who had a show and I said can you do this can you fill this slot and she was like no I can't she said but I've got a friend called Ali who's written a play and he's looking for somewhere to put it on and got in touch with him and yeah so he saved my bacon and did an amazing solo show called Thirsty which Mm. I really loved um, and so we've sort of been friends yeah. ever since yeah. And now we get to work together, which is really cool
0: Yeah, mm. and this is a pretty, I understand that this is a, I mean, I'm talking to you while you're still in rehearsal for this yeah. um, People will get to hear this conversation Hopefully it will help them make a decision to go and see the, mm. the play It's a bit of, bit of promo for it, apart from anything else But um, this is a pretty intense play for two people It to is be. intense, and
1: I think, you know, all two handers are probably more intense anyway because you know you're just with the other person and but this is particularly um you know written to have um big shifts in the mood you know Mm, i mean it's mm. called mood porn Mm. you know there's like an explosion of mood so i guess Mm. you know it, it very much sort of swings between the way two people are interacting with each other and they're two people who um had an intense friendship at university um with another person who I ended up marrying so Mm. um my character's called Jane and Ali's character is called Atlas and our mutual great friend from uni is called Elliot and I married him Mm -hmm. and um a few years after university uh Atlas Ali's character just disappeared just ghosted just like went out of our lives. Mm. And um Elliot has now just passed away. Um so I'm on my own uh with a, a preteen daughter and Atlas comes back into her life mm. and they meet and that's the that's the play really is the, the night the s- of yeah. them reconnecting after 13 right. years and all of the shit that comes out of that when yeah. you know you've had yeah. a really great friend and they've just gone wow. and they don't know each other anymore mm. and, you know and it's really yeah it's quite intense So it sounds like um
0: the sort of thing that could have come from Pinter or neil abuse mm. or you yes. know any oh
1: funnily enough i was telling a friend of mine last night and she said it sounds very neil abuse yeah i've um, I oh, did the shape of things. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, which wow! Great. I've, I've never seen. Play. I've only seen the film of that, but um, yeah, I've read the script. Yeah, and but I've seen a lot of Neil LeBute yeah. plays.
1: Yeah, I love Neil Labute. Yeah, so yeah. does um, Yeah. So I did shape of things at Circa years yeah, ago, right. and then we did it the same production down at the Court a couple yeah. of years later. Yeah. Um, which was fun.
0: That would. I, it strikes me that would be a particularly fun one to be involved yeah. in the shape so of things. So
1: good. So good. I mean, and I played so- Jenny, who's the sweet innocent some of them right, yeah, sucked yeah, into the yeah. terrible things that the others are doing yeah. to each
0: other. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're all ultimately <laughs> savage, but some of those plays are, like, I'm thinking of like, seeing Fat Pig at Fat Circa. Fat Pig was
1: so good. It's great, that but it,
0: they're just brutal. And brutal. the, um, the post 9-11 one is amazing. Oh, um, which I saw I Jason had. White in and I can't think what it's called now. Mm. Um, but basically they are having, he's having an affair with, yes, I his, right. I think his oh, boss. I
1: think I did see that. And yeah. they are
0: in the apartment watching the news of 9/11, and they basically go. They basically have a, a night of conversations around. Well, this is yeah. how we start our new life. You know, I just <laughs> my wife will just assume I'm dead. That's right and, and they just sort of
2: great. have
0: this moral <laughs> discussion around oh. whether this is a great way to you know yeah, how they can cap, the, yeah. how they can capitalize oh on this tragedy some
1: seriously messed up dude right? it's it's <laughs>
0: amazing to to be in the audience at things like that mm. you know what it what it instantly does is it puts you in that position of like who do I side with here? What if I side with no one? Which is often the case with, with his things.
1: We, in, our, in our version of Shape of Things, you know, the last part where she's she sort of... Um, what happens is she uh, she is doing a presentation, yes. like an arts presentation, yeah. and she's just been asked by the character to, to marry him, mm. and she turns him down, like turns mm. down his marriage proposal. Mm. Um while he's in the presentation yeah, yeah and yeah. she reveals that her whole
0: her, he is exhibition, her yeah. Yeah.
1: he is her art project, yeah, she's yeah. been transforming him yeah. purely for an art project and she's yeah. not in love with him and she's not going to marry him
0: Yeah, and we <laughs> She's, put, made, him, she's yeah. made him better looking, yes. cool hip, like yeah. he yeah. was overweight the and he was thing. he was sort of bland and she's made him a cool dude, basically. Yeah.
1: And um, Simon Vincent played that character and we put right. him in the audience mm. and every single, and we were in the audience as well listening to the presentation, and every single night you could just feel like especially the dudes. Yeah, it's just like they just like this gut. Punch. Yeah. Um and it was great. It was so awesome. Have to you feel di- that energy around? Did there. you
0: see the film version?
1: I think I have Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember. It. Rachel Vice yes. as mm. as
0: the the bad woman. I think it's great. I love Moll Rachel Vice. Oh my gosh! Would have played a the a role that you would have played. Yeah, Um, but but what was what he quite often does with the film versions of his plays is like, and I know with that one it's the case is, they were all the original cast and they basically turned around and shot the film almost immediately after doing the season, which is quite cool. It
1: is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Now he's and he's still putting stuff out.
1: Yeah, uh, I haven't really connected with him in a few
0: years, but um, I've I've got to go back and look. I read a script of his like last year for a new, uh, you know, pretty new work. And it was amazing. But uh, the title has as seems to be happening all the time now. Titles are escaping me, mm. so I need to go back and, and look at that. But it was really, really good. Like yeah. it was a really interesting, same sort of thing we're talking. Mm. Quite similar to the to the mood porn thing in terms well, of that. Yeah, it's yeah. not a hundred miles away, and
1: I really, yeah. I love that. You know that it, like with Libute's where you can kind of that uh, you, it takes you on a journey, mm. and mood porn definitely takes you on a journey as well. Mm. Like mm. you know, because the first part is these characters kind of getting to reconnect and get to know each other again and um, that's so scary when mm. it's somebody that you
0: well, We're of an age and stage, just talking about how we, we, we floated through university at the same yes. time knowing a few different people we're at the age and stage where, where roughly that sort of thing that this play is evoking. Absolutely. Happens to us, right? Yes. And just in, t- in terms of
1: Well he looks her up re- on Facebook yeah, and that's exactly. how he reconnects with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so you, they, they have a little sort of trip down memory lane to their time at, um, at university. Mm. You'll mm. love it, actually, because mm. it's packed full of movie references, so Matt oh, cool. Loverins yeah, is yeah. a um, total movie, mm-hmm. like, geek, and um, yeah, so there's some great like, references in there to Mulholland Drive, oh, yeah, yeah, and just cool. French New Wave yeah. directors, and yeah. Agnes Varda and yeah. all of this kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. So it's, which has been really fun to play with, because I love all that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but it's it, but it really evokes a time and evokes a space and a mood and mm. um, it's a roller coaster. It really mm. is. It's 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 um, very funny in places. Um, it's very serious and dramatic in places. So it's good. I get to kind of ride that wave. Mm,
0: mm. Mm. And we lost. Um Downstage a few years mm-hmm. ago, so yeah. I mean I know people still use the Hannah Playhouse for for events. Mm-hmm. And some um, you know I saw Hudson and Halls in there, oh, which was great. Amazing. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I just saw
1: that twice. Yeah. I love that show so, so much. good Chris um, Parker is. Um, oh. A genius.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess this is not so much been helpful for bats, but it makes bats very important as as I guess it always has oh. been, but as an an alternative um, and a realistic option, I guess. Yeah younger playwrights, producers, directors, actors, than just taking something to circa and being told you're on the wait list, you know, yeah. like I
1: mean well that's always been bad yeah. um place. Yeah, that's right. And it's I think, you know, it has um, with the with the loss of, of Downstage it's definitely sort of Put more focus on on bats as mm. being so important to that mm. theatre ecology, um, and especially now that there's more space,
2: yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, bats. Yeah, yeah. So there's
1: far more sort of need for yeah. for people to know that they can put on um, whatever they want to do, um,
0: mm.
1: you know, in a place that is. Oh, Tailor made for that purpose. This thing I saw a few do, weeks ago was, you know. was
0: was basically a PowerPoint presentation. you oh, know like it was, what was just, it? It was um, one of Sam Brooks's shows
1: oh for the Fringe. Um, what oh, was it say called? something nice. Yeah, yeah. That show yeah. was so beautiful, and yeah. I saw that the day of. Um, but you know what I mean? It was almost events, a PowerPoint yeah. or a lecture, almost a silent. And lecture it was silent. Event. Yeah, I saw that the day of the Christchurch right, um, wow, event and. Mm. You know, and I'd been having a drink with a friend. I was quite sizzled, let's mm. be honest. Mm. I didn't have anything to eat. Um, and we'd been talking about it, and it was still so, like, what, mm. we still were kind of trying to figure out what had happened. And and I went, I'm going to go see my friends Sam and Jean in mm. the show because it's called Say Something Nice. And it had such a profound effect what on What a me. time
0: to see it.
1: Such a time. Um, you know.
0: I must have seen that the day before.
1: Right, yeah.
0: because yeah, I went on the Thursday night. So yeah. yeah,
1: and then... and. Uh, and they they won both of the tour-ready awards at the Fringe Awards, so I mm. think they're going to Sydney and Melbourne and mm. um, Yeah, it's really amazing A
0: sort of um Beguilingly simple concept, you know. One of those, it's, it's a bit like when someone says, Oh, my four year old could paint that, yeah, and, they go, and you go, Well, they didn't, and no, neither they didn't. did you, and you so therefore you couldn't. It's a bit yeah. like that. Someone yeah. might walk out of that show afterwards and go, But but all it was was words on the screen, and why didn't I think and of that? And it's like you didn't
1: nice things to people, and you, and and you, didn't,
0: did... and you didn't think of it because we no. don't
1: take the time to say yeah. nice things to people, yeah. Like, so
0: it was a really, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It was, yeah. um. Yeah, just a really beautiful as i say kind of profoundly simple yeah. set of ideas yeah. But what a cool little space for it to happen in. I know. Like, you know. And it was a, a, Perfect. a nice nice introduction for me to that space as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, nice, true. You know, nice I mean, the studio
1: is that space that um, you can't really do much to change it. Mm. You know, there's no backstage. It's not sort of what it's designed for. It's, it's designed for, um, you know, improv and mm. comedy and and to try something out. You know, it's a real sort of development mental space which is mm. exciting I and mean, then all the whole um, seating block moves back and you can make it into a rehearsal mm, room so it's, mm, mm. Yeah, it's a
0: great so space So you've been talking a bit about um, people who, as happens in theatre discussions, people who are actors or who work in another field as well um, you mentioned Andrew Foster, set designer who, mm. who who does everything.
1: Oh, and he's working on second unit. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the moment. But he's he directs. Yeah. He, yeah. Write, you know, right. he yeah. writes. Yeah. He acts, acts. He does yeah. everything.
0: Designs <laughs> whatever like needs to be designed. Threat, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, now you already do loads of things. Mm. Do you? Do you write? No. Do you want to? Have you tried? <laughs> no. <Can> you not.
1: <laughs> do you know what? It's funny. I. I have qu- I've been told a few times, based on my Facebook statuses, that I should write, which makes me just <laughs> lull <laughs> terribly because I'm just like, really? I write a witty, like, one-liner thing on Facebook, and suddenly people think I can write a whole. This play. is the measure now, <laughs> right? Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should try. Yeah. No, but um, no, I've always been a finder, so mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a great um, devourer of plays. So
0: you read scripts.
1: Read lots of scripts. Mm. So, um, I, yeah, I, so the Royal Court, for instance, is an amazing resource. So, they, instead of printing um, like programs for Mm. the shows that they do, they publish the play scripts and the program information is in the front. Mm. So, you can buy a script from the Royal Court that's on at the moment for like five pounds. Um, One year they did this amazing. Like Christmas package, it was 25 plays for £20 or something, and so I just got this giant box of plays, and all random like they Mm. just selected them at random Mm. oh, that's right, it was really funny because it didn't arrive, and so I emailed them and I was like, it hasn't arrived, and they were like, oh, sorry we haven't dispatched it, but they had but then they dispatched a whole another box, so I got 50 for £20, that was the greatest day of my life (laughs) and um but yeah, I read, I read a lot that, of plays
0: That night's Facebook status must have been pretty. Right?
1: <laughs> it was a whole yeah, play Yeah, that itself. was a whole
0: thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But
1: um yeah, no, I'll take I'll take plays to the beach and read them and Cuz like, um, I'm that kind of nerd,
0: but Cuz I've never people. I don't act I don't i have never tried I'm not in theatre but I read lots of play scripts and oh, Lindy, Jane, cool. Lindy Jane Rutherford told me I was incredibly weird for doing that Yay! she said she doesn't I mean she directs and she's like <laughs> an-, an acts obviously but she said she doesn't even like reading <laughs> play scripts that. when it comes down to I, got, I love it when I, I,
1: I got to BATS I because I had so many scripts mm. um, I set up a little um, bookshelf in the green room mm. um, and a little like library system oh, so that people could lending. come and yeah. just like read them while they were there mm. Doing shows, or they could take them away and mm. um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, that was really cool. I ended up calling it, never officially got a sign, which I was really sad about, um, just because I couldn't do Photoshop. <laughs> it was like, somebody make a sign! But I wanted to call it the Adam Rickman, um, Alan Rickman Memorial Library, <laughs> because he'd just passed away when mm. I arrived. So, but that never happened, that was fine. Um, yeah, like, you know, like a friend of mine also is at the Soho Theatre in London. So, um he is on the board there. So he sends me scripts. Mm. He sent me a script a few years ago that was like, he said, oh, you, this show has just been on the Soho. You need to do it. You'd be so perfect for this character. Mm. Um, and the play was Fleabag. Oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. if anyone's seen the TV show, I was mm. like, how very dare you. I'm nothing like this character. <laughs> um, I'm not a terrible mess. Um, but also, she, um, I was too old. Mm. So... Um, I had been reading it, I was going, I need to direct this play, I need to direct it, I need to direct it, and then Centrepoint Theatre were reading a whole bunch of plays and my friend um, at the time, Nathan Mudge, no, my friend, he's still my friend, <laughs> wait, at the time, my friend Nathan Mudge, mm. see I couldn't write, syntax is terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, He said to me, we've been reading this play called Fleabag, we'd really love to do it. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to do that play. I've been reading that play. And he said, who would you cast? And I said, who would you cast? And we both said Sophie Hamilton at Mm. the same time. Mm. And that's no reflection on Sophie's character either. (laughs) Um, But she's just such a wonderful... It's a reflection on her range. Her range is extraordinary. Mm. And she's so funny. And Mm. she's so... She can be so moving. And that character... I mean, I'm really drawn to characters like that that are sort of... Complete and utter messes, but Mm. and can can be unlikable. Yeah, but you understand why they're like that. You can totally see through to their soul and go, yeah, you're just broken and messed up, whatever. But um, so we did that at Centrepoint a few years ago, and oh, I'm so proud of that production. Yeah, and we wanted to do it again. We were going to take it to Wellington. We were going to take it to Auckland, Christchurch. The Court Theatre said they wanted it. Um, and we couldn't get the rights anymore because the TV show just blew up. Like, the TV show blew Mm, up just mm. after we got the rights. So, Mm. yeah, incredibly sad. Yeah. Um, Because that was something I always... Yeah. yeah, It was was sad it couldn't continue, but it was an amazing production.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Nobody came in Palmerston North. (laughs) It was really devastating for the theatre.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, nobody came. People, the people who did come were young women who hadn't been to Centre Point Theatre before, right. and the play spoke to them, yeah. and they were like, that's us on stage, and mm. they were so shocked to see themselves on stage. So, in mm. terms of audience development, uh, in the 2 I'm mm. very, very... Pleased, but, yeah, you know, yeah. that people could have that yeah. response going yeah. to the theatre, but it scared a lot of people off, which was a bit sad.
0: What what is the, what is the worst thing that can happen? Is it is it an empty house? Is it like for you? Mm. Is it empty house? Is it you forgetting your lines? Is oh, it someone you next to? God, don't do that! I'm so terrified about that. <laughs> <laughs> is it, I have to always ask theatre <laughs> actors this: Is it someone next to them forgetting? You know, I I oh, think I asked Bromonture like recently. Yes. What's worse, like you forgetting your lines or someone next to you forgetting it? You know. What do you feel worse about? What
1: did like, she say? Oh, I can't
0: remember. Oh. <laughs> you know? I, um That's why I'm asking it again. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, I s- like, oh
1: god, I start this play with a five page monologue. Right. So I'm pretty worried about forgetting
0: yeah, I mean, my I'm, lines in I there because I'm was, on my own. When I was talking to Bromman, it was around the rants and the Emily's play Rants in the Dark. Yes. And it was like, okay, you know, the um woman that was playing Emily had that was basically a giant monologue huge. but the other two actors And she's had, got twins. Yeah, I know. But the other two actors had, <laughs> Lovely, had yeah, the other yeah. two actors had massive amounts of lines too yeah. and yeah. they were kind of backing singers in a way, you know, to yeah. to, the, to the star.
1: We've got we've got so many lines in this play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, the the fewer the characters the more lines, right? Yeah, That's just we, obvious. Yeah, so, huge yeah. huge
1: amounts of lines. Yeah. Um they're great lines and like I said I, yeah I start with this monologue so right. I yeah I do slightly panic that I'm just going to go I don't you know because in that moment you, you can't even remember where the story's going mm. like it's terrible because you're so caught up on what is the actual line and so I'm trying to kind of teach myself that don't worry so much about the lines, remember what the story is. Mm. Which is mm. so basic, it's like acting 101. Mm. But, you know, remember what the story is. So that even if you kind of forget a line, don't worry so much about that, just kind of like know what the story is and find your way back, I guess. Um, anyway. I just I, I, <laughs> Don't not, say anything, don't jinx it.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <We're not good. laughs> what I say I've never acted, I've just yep. remembered that... I once did a kind of a monologue show thing at the Fringe Festival many years ago, and I, I can't actually believe I did that now. That's amazing. And, uh, well, it was. It wasn't <laughs> I performed
1: in Edinburgh.
0: It wasn't. No, no, no. I mean, at the Wellington Fringe Festival. Oh, Fringe, God, sorry. I didn't the in Edinburgh. <laughs> oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, thank you that you thought that, but uh, you know, I haven't even been to Edinburgh. Um, That's great. So, so I uh, just remembering how bad I was at it because it was basically stories I'd written, and me and another person. I wrote some from a female point of view, so Mm -hmm. obviously there was a woman doing those, and Mm -hmm. I was doing the... I think I only did one, actually. And I I remembered my stuff, obviously, because I'd written it, so I just read it heaps, and I was smoking at the time, so I had a character who smoked, and you could smoke in venues at the time, so... I sat there and they actually created good pauses, you know, Mm. and and allowed me to, it was a good prop and Mm. it allowed me to relax because I felt like I needed that at the time. So all of that went fine. So I did my piece and I think it went okay. Mm. But then I had to sort of go slightly backstage and, like, trigger a cell phone call and stuff. <laughs> and I think I was just really pleased with how I'd done. So I forgot to do, <laughs> you know, I forgot to do that other oh, stuff. Oh and I was, so, well, I was sort of sitting there going, oh, shit, that's right. I'm supposed to be listening. And, yeah. you know, here I go. I'm going to make this fun. And it never rang. And this poor woman, who was amazing, <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, was no. sort of
0: acting through it and picking up the phone oh, and just pretending no. it was on oh, silent. And, look- oh, and I no. was like, OK, so that's you why. i that's I ruined my own work, like, but actually I ruined someone else's work in that moment who was, I guess, working for me or whatever.
1: Yeah, oh and that's,
0: that's very. T- I've only just sort of really remembered that and gone. That's why I'm ban- I've banned I myself from yeah. ever doing that I sort left of Jason shit White again.
1: Hanging one night in the leadway, I was off stage having a real. I don't know bitch about something. I was just kind of like, and I was like, why is it so quiet? i like, Oh fuck I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. And oh. I came in and he gave me the dirtiest look. And yeah. Well like, oh, sorry, just keeping you hanging.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: But um yeah, I mean that stuff it just it happens.
0: I guess it just happens and you just have your different ways of yeah. coping with it and going mm. And are, helping
1: each other out. And I helping guess. each other out. Mm. I and mean s- yeah I did a monologue show. Yeah. Uh so this was a play that I found well I, how did I oh I saw it in London mm. um, it was a play called Guardians that I did at BATS and it was based on the Abu Ghraib um, scandal with the photographs mm. so I played a character that was based on Lindy England who was the, um, the army officer mm. who mm. was involved in those, those photos and um and then the other character was a character based on. So after those photos came out um, in America, some other tabloid photographs came out of British soldiers apparently doing mm. the same thing, but they turned out to be fakes, and Piers Morgan like lost his job over it. And mm-hmm. so the other character was imagining the guy that faked these photographs, and they imagined him as a sort of like public school boy who was like, you know, working for this trashy tabloid and wanted to make his way to the Guardian. So, <laughs> um, you know, he was like using his boyfriend to tie him up and take photographs and try and get his way into the yeah anyway amazing amazing play um but yeah I was on stage and it was just monologue alternate monologues between the yeah, two characters wow. and showing the contrast between the yeah. class and their America versus England and just it was a, such a good play um and yeah I remember somebody got up and like walked out and I mean <gasps> and I just completely forgot my line but I got it back and then they came back in because they were going to the toilets they came back in and I think I lost it again so I dried twice Um, that was kind of horrific Mm. and actually my good friend now Andrew Patterson saw that You know, Andrew Patterson, the actor? He's great. And he um, saw it that night. I think he was like a Sheila Wynn student. And he'd come, and the first time I met him, he was like, oh, you know, I saw you in that play Guardians when I was a high school student. You were so amazing. And I was like, oh, that's so great. And he was like, yeah, I was there the night you you forgot your line. (laughs) I was like... You're a little shit. Get yeah. out of
0: here. But, all um, the backhanders. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
1: I was like, oh no, that was the worst night. But you yeah. know, we're still good friends.
0: So. I mean, but what's what? What is the what is the secret? Just to read the script heaps and just oh, to like, oh, you know, is that? I, I wish take I knew it the secret. No, I I take it there's no substitute for doing the work, and no, you just have you to just turn have to up keep, and do it. But Everyone develops different techniques for yes. how they approach anything, and I imagine that's.
1: I've got a line learner app which Ali told me about, so I've been using that. So I've been listening to, to it a lot. Right, oh, yeah. So you just record yourself. Yeah, right. Saying yeah. all the lines, mm. but you have to record yourself doing it in a quite a flat mm. way, so you're not learning any inflection. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of awful because you just listen to your monotone voice like all mm. day, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so bored of myself. Um, but yeah, it, been Or helpful. if you
0: put it in your headphones and went to sleep,
1: and you only remembered <laughs> certain it, like, bits osmosis. of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, and then you'd be dreaming yeah. about it. No, I don't want to live it 24-7. <laughs> oh, that's um, quite a
0: cool idea. But yeah,
1: that's good. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, just keep going over and over it. And yeah, I guess it is that thing of, um, yeah, just trusting each other and and... Working off each other and having little, you just have to create a way, a little phrase book of things that sort of help you find your way through the narrative. And,
0: and are there, I mean, this is probably a silly question to ask. I'm trying to work out how to ask it properly, but there must be easier things to learn. Some things must be harder. Like there must be certain certain rhythms sit with you. If mm. you maybe if you have to deliver something in an accent as well as mm. that harder, or does, can that sometimes make yeah. it easier? Have you found any of that? Like, um,
1: Well, I mean, you know, I've, um, I haven't done anything for a while, so it's, I, I'm probably also rustier, just because I'm
2: yeah, yeah, you returning know, to the
1: had game. To, <laughs> haven't had to learn lines for a while. Yeah. Um, and there was a, yeah, it was a lot, but um, yeah, I don't know actually about that. I guess, yeah, I mean, rhythm is important, mm. I think, mm. yeah. Especially um, in a comedy, like, especially with something like Lucid, you know, mm. was very... Quick and bantery, yeah. and you know you can't stuff up another's another person's punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, You've got to
1: y- You're throwing got a, a hole. You, yeah, you're throwing a setup. series out. Yeah. yeah, you have to lob At it. your mark. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. To Lob it so the other person can yes. catch it and deliver that punchline. Yeah, punch line. yeah that's there's like, nothing worse than a ruined punchline. Yeah, if somebody ruins your punchline. Like mm. that's the ultimate crime, I think.
0: That's why writing for Facebook is so good.
1: Oh look, honestly.
0: <laughs> you control your I control
1: the setup yeah, yeah, and the punchline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna publish my Facebook post.
0: There you go. <laughs> um, and early to, early to um, speculate I guess, but has doing this play rehearsing for it, learning these lines jumping back in, I know it's only been a couple of years since you've done something, but this yeah. style of play are you instantly like, right, I've got to do more, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to write actor on that immigration card again You know. I are have you-
1: actually <laughs> auditioned and been cast in another play that's going on at Circa this year mm. so I'm doing that in September, mm. it's called Peggy Pickett Sees the Face of God and I'm working with Gavin Rutherford again. For the so, first time in a while. So yeah, actually we yeah. haven't worked together for a long time, but mm. um, so, since 2012. He wow. was in West yeah. End Girls and yeah. me. So yeah, it's going to be really fun to jump back in, in there with him. We, we quite often get cast as husband and wife. so. I sent him a, a Facebook message the other day, just saying hi, hubby. He's like, "Oh God, <laughs> back!" I was like, "Let's do it for old times' sake." <laughs> we used to joke that we would end up in an old, like, old person's retirement home for actors or whatever, still like re like redoing scenes from shows yeah. we'd been in. And yeah, that was funny.
0: But it's, I mean, that sort of those sorts of dynamics have to happen, right, in a city this size, yeah. with a an acting community mm-hmm. this size, mm. you know. A, a, you know, there's plenty of talented people, Mm. but it's just a law of averages, right?
1: Yeah, and you do end up working with the same people. It's so exciting. I mean, like, it's been really amazing working with Ali. Like, of Mm. course, I know him, Mm. but, um, This changes changes the
0: relationship. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it totally does. Mm. And, you know, there needs to be so much trust between us and, um, chemistry as well. Mm. Mm. Um, and yeah, so that's been amazing to discover.
0: How do, you, how do you go about working that out? Like, Miranda Harcourt told me a really cool thing mm. they did on the, um, you know, I mean, she's amazing in so many ways, so but o- obviously mm-hmm. as a an acting coach, she brings a, a great, never mind being a great actor, as an acting coach, she brings a great skill now to directing. Mm-hmm. So she told me when they did the changeover, they needed to... Which
1: Melanie Linsky
0: was in. Yeah. yeah. And was yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they needed to create a dynamic between the two you know, yes main actors quickly because mm-hmm. they needed to experience something um, that only they would know about kind of thing. So they put them on tandem bungee jump and
1: just Yes, I saw that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Amazing. Which, yeah. We didn't do that. No, so <laughs> we haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, your budget's probably slightly <laughs> different. <laughs> bit, but do you different. but is it about yeah. creating, you know, a,
1: Yeah do you go and through
0: things like that?
1: Do yeah. You, well also, uh, we had an intimacy coach, on
0: this mm. production
1: so that's how do you get that job um what well, do you want to
0: no I don't no 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 <laughs> no, no, no no. I
1: mean no, no. it's kind of you know a lot of the <laughs>
0: I mean well of, what are the hours a lot of the, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know uh, no, no, it depends um you know I guess it's a lot of the stuff that Miranda employs in mm. her, in mm.
2: her
1: teaching and teaching and and making that space between the the actors really safe mm. and um and getting people to trust each other and getting people to to really get to know each other in a um, on a deeper level um and uh, we had a guy who um comes from a fight choreography background um mm. because the um the rules are similar like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you know if you're going to be putting your hand on someone's face to punch them or mm. to caress them it's you know it's you've got to be able to say to that person are you, hap- are you okay yeah, with me you touching me. are you okay with yeah, me touching you here yeah. are you okay with touching you and um, and he was really great because he, he said uh, and I want you to say no 33% of the time I mm. want even if you're fine with it I want you to say no so you normalise no and mm-hmm. um, and I was reading an article in the Dominion Post recently about consent workshops popping up all over the country in workplaces and, um, and they were saying, you know, the same sort of principle of being able to say no and, and it being okay. Mm. Um, so that was really useful um, in building that trust between us and so, you know, we get to some quite intimate places. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean to say no, no, in no such a creepy way. To, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Don't, um, don't, don't use wanna, that tone when you're using your line. I app. don't want no. to. I don't want to <laughs> ruin the like play, that.
1: but I also don't want to sell Imagine it. Imagine if
0: home. you recorded all your lines into that app like that,
1: <laughs> like an AMSR kind <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that. that could be a toggle switch. Do you <laughs> yeah. want, you know, do you want the AMSR yeah, mode yeah, or yeah. <laughs> or <Whoa>. not? <laughs>
1: um,
0: well, I'm conscious of the fact that you, I'm. You've come in early to talk to me and then you now you've got to go and do your rehearsals. Yes. So before we wrap up, mm. is there anything that you want to kind of further... You've already given the circuit player plug, which is great. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you've got going on you want to talk about?
1: Oh, um, I, well... I just, um, I just
0: kind of want to give you some time between now yeah. and rehearsing, you know, so... Yeah,
1: um, well, you know, I'm doing... I'm working for Tāwhiri at the moment mm. um, and they are putting on um, an exciting, amazing new piece um, in Wellington called Second Unit. Oh
0: yeah, get a plug. So yeah, if yeah. you
1: haven't heard about it, like go and check it out. Because it's, mm,
0: it's only just launched, right? Like, yeah, so we, we just launched been a couple announced. of weeks ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And um, it's an immersive uh, experience based around the world of film. Uh, so you're entering the world as an audience member as a, you're an you are an extra, extra on mm. a film set. And um, the film that we are kicking off with is what we do in the shadows. So the so the concept will sort of be the same from year to year, but the film will be different, so yeah. the experience is different. But of course what we do in the shadows, iconic New Zealand, brilliant Wellington mm. film. Um, so now with an international
0: T V show. Well, yeah, I know, version. which I haven't seen yet because no, I've been neither. rehearsing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, no, really, really exciting. And, you know, the 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 reason we're doing it. One of the main reasons we're doing it is so we can provide more work for Wellington creatives. Mm. Um, There'll be about 120 cast and crew, um, most of which will be based here in Wellington. Um, And so what a great objective, really, Mm. you know, because Mm. there is little work for anybody in New Zealand um, and Mm. even fewer opportunities in Wellington, mm. um, so uh, yeah, it's such a buzz to be part of it, and to be part of something really, really big and cool, and mm. everyone's talking about it, and
0: yeah, it's really well, exciting. Well, I mean, I'll talk about um, mood porn in the, in the intro to this, in the notes, but how, how long does the season go for, do you know?
1: It's from the 23rd of April to yeah. the 4th of May. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. And it's uh, in the downstairs...
1: No, it's oh, the, the.
0: That's the bigger upstairs yeah which is bitches. my
1: I think my favourite space yeah, I mean cool. obviously I've only
0: f- seen a kids theatre thing in there but that's really oh, cool
1: oh yeah. yeah it's got that beautiful mm. dome mm. I'm not sure if we're using that in the lighting but mm. I really love it when people use it in the lighting design because mm. it's gorgeous mm. um, yeah it's cool
0: oh, well I was looking forward to seeing the, the play even before I talked to you and then the fact that you told me that it's kind of Neil Lebut-esque or mm. that someone's already told you that and, yeah. and that it's got all these great references in it Yeah. and having talked to you I'm looking forward to it even more Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks heaps for your time it was great, thank to, you. great to, to properly meet and have yeah, a yeah that's cool. nice thank yeah. you
1: there's a song I know
2: I know do well There's this place I go I go